since the public school era. Bathroom passes, cutting classes, squeezing asses. Smoking blunts was a daily routine since 13. A chubby nigga on the scene. I used to have the trade deuce and the deuce deuce in my bubble goose. Now I got the Mac in my knapsack, lounging black, smoking sacks up in acts and sidekicks with my sidekicks, rocking fly kicks. Honey's wanna chat, but all we wanna know is where the party at. And can I bring my cat? If not, I hope I don't get shot. Better throw my vest on my chest, cause niggas is a mess. It don't take nothing but front for me to start something. Bugging and bucking at niggas like I was duck hunting. Coming out just me and my crew, cause all we wanna do is. Welcome to another episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, along with my partner in podcasting, sitting down to my far right, E-Man Bates. That'll be the P-I-P, that is E, and we're here for episode 71. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, so I just started it off um, with Biggie Party and Bullshit for the uh, a couple of reasons. One, it's always a good day to celebrate Biggie because he's the best rapper of all time. Two... It's 23 years since his passing was uh, just yesterday, um, March 9th. So, uh, yeah, so we decided to kick it off with that. And it's also the Democratic Party's uh, voting uh, for the Democratic Party today. So party and bullshit kind of worked out for that, too. So as not, we had not started the bullshit off part. Go out and vote. <laughs> there is a lot of bullshit in politics, too, though. <laughs> yeah, but I hope you got out there and voted. I voted for Bernie Sanders. I hope that man wins because he is a man for the peoples. At the time the working we're uh, class. at the time recording this, it's four minutes since the poll closed. So we'll check this out when we leave out of here. See how everybody did. Yeah, man. Yeah. I really hope. I really hope he uh, pulled one out because, man, Joe Biden is just. You know, he's he's all right, but he leans too far to the right. I like Bernie because he reps for the people, I, the working class, the people that have been yeah. historically disenfranchised forever. So I feel the people like who mat- the people that matter. Yes, sir. I feel like with Joe Biden, it was one of those things where like a lot of people that vote for him, like because they associated him with Obama, which, you know, it's a fair association because he was, you know, he was his man, right hand man for what, right. eight years. Right. But Joe Biden himself. Oh, yeah, man. Sketchy. Yeah, I'm not with it. And he like there was a lot of things that he did that I wasn't really about either. I mean, he um, he voted for NAFTA, which ended up losing like millions of jobs for us back in the day in the 80s and like into now. He's always tried to um, 
cut social security to the elderly folks. I mean, there's a lot of shit don't that forget, he's done. Uh, that... Don't forget the whole thing with you know, like how he does about women and stuff like that too. Like, yeah, there is man, there is that, and this, you know, and he hasn't right always there. stood up for like the LGBTQ rights and all that shit too. So right, I mean, yeah. he's kind of like more of a down the middle guy, and not to mention his party's been. Um, funded by corporate billionaires you know so like we already right. have one of those running the country so i don't really think we need hey, another no. one of those Got my bloomberg <laughs> <laughs> right another, right exactly and uh and bernie i think is cool because his whole campaign has been kind of grassroots and like uh all of the funding was from the people who believe in you know them. what take any fuck money it from any nader 2020 bro <laughs> <laughs> nader 2020. <laughs> no, i really hope bernie pulls it out it'd be a really cool thing i went and saw him speak in detroit the other day um and that was a lot of that was Yo, really cool speaking of which quick shout out to anna uh beats and yeah. bruise alumni she got the open uh for the bernie sanders uh thing yes uh yesterday in ann arbor or yeah, not yesterday sunday yes. yeah on sunday that was yeah, that's that was, dope. That was yeah on uh, sunday in ann arbor <laughs> Oh, it was man, cool too because he thanked her by name. I, I watched the live stream of it on my, that's on my TV so on awesome. YouTube. Yeah, it was oh, man, pretty cool, sweet. dude. It was pretty sweet. Damn. He had a lot of good musicians playing. The one I went to, his band called Proto Martyr, was there, and they were really tight. Um, and Bernie's the shit, man. Like there was a lot of things he had to say that really inspired me, and like the people that he brought up to to speak were really inspiring. He brought up um, uh, Dr. Cornell West, which was really cool for me to see. Um, he brought up a congresswoman, uh, Rashida Tlaib, who's like a young Michigan woman who made it like from nothing into being United States congresswoman. So I think mm. that's pretty cool, too. Um, but yeah, I'm just a man for him, dude. And it was pretty it was pretty cool, too, because whether you're for, whether you're a weed smoker or not, Bernie got up there and he was like, listen, there's a few things that the president can do um, by an executive decision. And then there's certain things we need legislator and the other Congress members to get behind but he's like making weed legal is an executive decision by the president and he goes if i get elected president that'll be one of the first things that i do and then followed by that i will be going to expunge people's records who have possession of marijuana Shit, you got most of michigan's trying to win. <laughs> he trying to, he trying to my favorite part about this whole election season though so far has just been how hard mike bloomberg tried to reach out to black voters, dude, and so he spent, hard. He spent a half a billion Jesus. dollars on his own, of his own it. money on the fucking <laughs> on the advertising. Yeah, he, he tried it crazy, <laughs> man. He's, he was crazy. not playing. But what you got you got to remember about Bloomberg too, though. He used to be a Republican, so like being a Democrat is new, and I think he still has Republican agendas. And of course, and you know he's just kind of whatever to me. Yeah, but, you know, but. We're a music podcast, though, so I'll, I'll get and back a beer to the music podcast. And a beer podcast. And a, and a beer we'll get back cat. to that here in a second. But, um, no, but I just like, the the reason I like Bernie the most, though, this is the last thing I'll say, is because he's been a, a man of his conviction. The dude has really repped for what he has said for the last 40-plus years in, in politics. I mean, in the early 80s, in 1984, Reverend Jesse Jackson ran for president, and that was an even worse time in racial e or divide in the country, and it was yeah. definitely not popular to endorse a black candidate for president. And even in 1984, Bernie Sanders endorsed Jesse Jackson. Um, he's there's, you can see video of him talking to little girls in the eighties, talking about how get involved in politics. So one day you could be the first female president. So, you know, like he's always been for the people that what have about, uh, been like first, the first black woman society. to run for president. It was a Shirley Chisholm. What's that? Shirley Chisholm, right? First black woman to run for president. Is that, I don't know. Is that right? I'm not sure about that. To be Shirley, honest. Shirley, is that it? That I'm not thing. positive about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first must, black woman yeah, to run for was. United okay. States Congress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, 1968. Yeah. Oh, damn, that's yeah, crazy. Man. That's pretty cool. That was that was Women's History or Women's uh, Celebratory Month. That was when my mom was born. 
Fact. But anyways, I guess we didn't even. I'll kick it over to you, Emix. We didn't even introduce the guests. I got oh, all wrapped shit. up we in didn't my do burning that, shit. Yeah, 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 we gotta do that. <laughs> so I'll kick right. it over to you. So uh, we had a chance to meet this guy at the Detroit uh, Music Award mixer. He's actually happens to be nominated for a Detroit Music Award, correct? Yep. We have King Renegade in the studio with us today. Yes, sir. I wish he had some sound clips, so we're just gonna make our own. <laughs> That, that's how we do on the podcast. We just do our own. <laughs> Be like uh, fucking Griselda up on the on the Hell microphone. Yeah. Shout out to Griselda. Bro. Shout out Griselda. Shout out Boldy. Shout out to Boldy James. Yeah, yeah. Oh what man, bro! I just watched Boldy James's um, episode of the In the Cave with Kenny Beats. Bro, oh, I've been telling you. I told you about him. I've been he telling you about Boldy James. And I love that he just is always rapping about Detroit. You know he was like, with, always. always rapping you know about Mass Appeal for a while, right? He did what? He was with Mass Appeal for a while. With Nas's label, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was with that, like for at least a couple years. You put yeah. me on to Boldy. I, I didn't know really know shit about him until yeah, you started Boldy playing James him. So yeah, that is the man, bro. That Price of Tea in China. That shit. That's a great album, man. That song with Vince on there. He shouts out Nick Speed on that too. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like rolling around with Nick Speed or something like that. You know his sister was on that uh that new, what's that new netflix show yeah uh love is blind yeah love is blind yeah dude that shit was that's a small world because i i was like bored one day and i just turned it on i'm like this is gonna be some dumbass reality show but whatever we just put it on in the background and it was like hi i'm lauren i'm 32 i'm from detroit michigan and i, I just kind of like perked my ears up but i didn't really pay much attention to it and then like two days later i see nick on my timeline like posting a picture with her i'm like that's Nick's fucking sister. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? And that show got yeah. her a ton of fucking attention, man. She's got like a million fucking followers now on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Dude. Netflix, Crazy, dude. Yes, like, hey, we got a Netflix guest next month. So that's true. We got <laughs> Sam B. Yourself from Rhythm and Flow coming on here. Um, but no, it's just funny, dude, because like Netflix has got such a stranglehold on it. What everyone watches now that like no matter what they put on there, it could be the most garbage content anyway. Yeah. yeah people are going to watch that They're shit. They're going to watch it just because <laughs> it's on Netflix. Especially because everyone's, man, I've seen everything on here. I've, I'm fucking waiting for something new to pop up. As exactly. As yeah. So, yeah. I'll, get exactly. Into, I'll get into like just the worst Netflix shit later, but let's get into this interview real quick. Yeah, let's get into this interview, interview, man. Yeah, we were kind of bullshitting, but yeah. Um, So, I want to hear kind of your story about how you got started in music. So kind of take us through the beginning, if you could. Yeah, the name, uh, where it came from, everything, man. Uh, the, uh, from the very beginning, uh, I was nine years old. My uncle used to be a, a rapper. He used to be kind of, he was almost a big time rapper in the city. He uh, rapped for Motown. He rapped for a few places. So uh, he used to sit me on his lap and uh, rap to me. And I started rapping at nine. Nice. So uh, I started writing around 10, 11. And then my first recorded track was at 13. Really? And yeah. That's so, awesome. Um, I started off doing the battle rap scene. So um, it, was a, it was a record store that was right down the street from us. Well, down the street from where I stayed, I had to walk there. Um, you had to battle for free studio time. So it would be two hours of free studio nice. time. Um, the first battle I lost, went home, damn near crying, <laughs> throwing up like, everything. And I came back the next week and I was winning every single week. <clears throat> So I created a mixtape and uh, I sold it in Cody and bought my first car. Um, from That's there, sweet. from there, it rules. It it just you know the passion just never went away. It's just it's just something I love to do. Something that's a part of me. Do you remember yeah. the name of the record store by chance? Um, Damon's Records. Damon's Records. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been to that one. Yeah. Right? Says in Cody. Huh? It's in Cody. What? Uh, no, I went to Cody. Oh, I went the to high, Cody school? high school. Okay. Yeah, All right. I went to Cody okay. High School. Yeah. So I know, that, I know that area. Yeah. 
that's cool that you've done it for because a lot of the people that we interview on the show have are pretty much brand new in the music yeah so it's pretty cool to have someone that's actually been doing it since they were a little kid and been passionate about yeah it since they were a little kid. i've been through the motions man yeah. I, um and these are real stories like you know i opened up for bbd you know what I mean? Uh, did some uh, some things with Carmen for you know opening up for BBD. I've been on BET Freestyle Friday. Really? Yeah. That's, uh, That's awesome, man. You know, um, around when I was uh, 16, 17, I was I was gonna get signed to G Unit. Uh, my mom she uh, she declined the contract because she wanted me to finish school. But you know, I've been around for a while, yeah. man. From recording cassette tapes to you know now. Oh, that's what's so, up, man. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah, I like stories like that. Hell yeah. Yeah, I do too. And how about um, your live performance thing? Because I would love to see what you got together for a live show. Have you got, you got any shows coming up? Or do you yeah, I actually uh, I actually got a show down there at the uh, at the Motown. Oh, really? Uh, yep. Uh, March 19th, actually. March 19th? Yeah, the 19th. I'll probably perform it down there. All right, so uh, is it like who's putting it together? Like, um, it's a, it's a show uh, that's done by Elise King. Um. Shout out to Elise King. Um, she she got me as one of the headliners of the shows downtown at the uh, Hockey Town Cafe, okay. right above the Hockey Town Cafe called Music Town. Uh, oh, hell yeah. Well, yeah. We were just there. So yeah, yeah, we was just that, there. Yeah. So that city theater, all that shit. Yeah. Man. Yeah, man. So what what's like kind of fills your passion for music? I always like to ask people that. Um for me, for me, it's like it, like I've been doing it so long it became a part of me you know what I mean so right. like for me not to do it it's like losing a part of myself mm-hmm. you know what I mean so it's like something that I have to c- continuously do to fuel my spirit you know uh, things that I want to say uh, and I feel like like me right now in a position I'm in I'm like probably one of the only people in my in, in my family besides my younger generation that has the opportunity to make it this far you know what I mean so I just continue to use that as motivation to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. That's sweet, man. And uh, it's funny that you mentioned almost signing a G unit contract too, because we did have Nick Speed on the podcast and he was he was in an in-house producer for G Unit for yeah. a while back in like in their heyday and shit. Yeah. He was just talking about how crazy that was going from like making songs and he said yeah, the first young, beat that he Lloyd sold Banks? to no, to fifty. He said the first beat that fifty ever heard, he was like, I made that on some bullshit in my mom's basement he's like i had like the worst equipment yeah like, i just put that yeah, shit together yeah. and he's like it fucking he was like what was it contract. he said like what lloyd bank lloyd bank she was like what like six of his beats or some yeah, shit lloyd like Banks that used a project. bunch of his for, i think <laughs> for the hunger for more part two i think he used a bunch of nick speed Damn, shit what? yeah and nick speed's last album too is like that deciphered from 2017 Which it's dope because it's like super heavy on detroit cats like mm-hmm. you got danny brown on there you got uh fat cat guilty simpson elzai like yeah, all the cats yeah. that have been around. Then you got sincerely fucking... Detroit last year with uh, Apollo Brown. That was like, great. Too. That was a wild project, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that that was that situation was kind of crazy because uh, that that came it, it's uh, it connected through the battle raps the mm-hmm. battle raps that I was doing when I was recording that every uh, two hours. So I was winning so much that the uh, in house studio wanted to sign me. So. They was, you know, we discussed paperwork, but we ain't never go through with it. But they ended up taking me out to uh, uh, the records, uh, Atlanta Records out there in okay. uh, Troy, Michigan. So, mm-hmm. like, uh, that's when uh, Tony Yayo was releasing, Do You yeah, yeah. Know What This Is? Shut it, Susan Duck the Dance. That, that album yeah. had just released. Uh, yeah. He was uh, doing a listening party for that album. Uh-huh. So that's where I, uh, I was introduced. I was 16 years old. I'll never forget that. That day was like Dude, yesterday. That's wild. Yeah. Hell yeah. 
I was like hearing shit like that. Man, that's so dope. Yeah. Man, all right. Question. So I've always been kind of intrigued about like the battle rap scene compared to like certain like like the actual song making. Cause a lot of a lot of times like battle rappers don't transition into great like actual like song makers. Yeah. But there's a so, whole other market for it too at the same time. It really is. Exactly. Absolutely. It's it's its own different beast at the same time. It too. is. And then I mean I've heard some of your songs. I've never heard battle rap, but I heard some of your songs. And then mm-hmm. you got like we had like Ill Will on here, for instance, mm-hmm. who's another one kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like you, one of those like rare people that like can actually make good songs, and I'm gonna assume you can battle rap just by yeah. yeah. What like, do you? I mean, I was how consumed. Did you, how did you? I'm gonna say, hey, how did you even get into that scene? I was consumed. Yeah. I was consumed by uh by DMX, by Tupac, Biggie, uh, Jay Z, and when Eminem dropped. It was it was something different, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. He was somebody I could relate to. Was somebody that was going through uh, a lot of the things that I was going through, not on that extreme, but something similar, like you know, just going through a struggle, you know. Mm-hmm. And I could understand, and the way that he spit his lyrics and inspired me to, you know, to really go on go mode, you know what I mean? Because I I really pay attention to uh, technique style. Uh, lyrics, how you put your words together. I, I listen to the music, how you bounce your words off the beats. Like, so Eminem, like me drowning myself in so many artists, Ludacris, uh, Fabulous, Nas, the, the list is endless. I almost hear a little bit of, like I was when I was listening to you earlier today, I'm like, man, I can hear it. He sounds like a gritty fabo sometimes when I was yeah, listening to him rap. That. I'm like, yeah. 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 It's almost like if someone like, Put your not not the way you rap or anything, yeah, just the, yeah. the sound of your voice. It almost reminded me of like if someone mashed Schoolboy Q and Fabo together. Hey, it was kind of like that gritty Fabo shit. I was hey, like, man, this shit is hard. I like I this. appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? A lot of guys in battle rap don't make uh don't make good songs because True. they so consumed by battle rap. Mm-hmm. Uh when I started battle rapping, it wasn't it was way different than what it is now. Mm-hmm. Like it was one of those things where we would um just play a beat. Yeah. And you would just go I, off of specifically what's going on right now. Right. I like that better, to be honest with you. I'm yeah. not a huge fan of the battle raps over like no music in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, the music is like the main part of it. But but I I bet like in your in your coming up story, I bet you that was like a good way to cut your teeth though and like become a yeah. better writer. Cause if you're gonna do that shit on the spot all the time. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It was a brain pusher. I, I feel like uh, a lot of the guys uh, you know, uh can't make decent songs because they spend months you know uh preparing for these battles mm-hmm. so they have to do all of this digging and all of this 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 and this you know uh that their life is consumed by it mm-hmm. you know what i mean my life wasn't consumed by battle rapping i just would walk on the corner and if you ready you better be yeah. ready you know right. what i mean like let's get it i talk about you how you look right now and make mm-hmm. some words rhyme spit some punchlines in between it and we we kill you yeah. you know what i mean and it was just kept going like and it was just like the every week every day you never know who you're going to run into so you have to stay sharp on your pen mm-hmm. you know but now it's just it's to me, you know, it's dope as hell. You know what I mean? What they doing in their whole community, but it's just not the same as yeah. it was back then. You know what I was actually thinking about the other day? Because I was, you know, how Royce has been on this whole press run or whatever for his new album. Yeah. And he was talking about, uh, someone had asked him about like the hip hop shop back in the day and proof and rapping against each other and all the battle rap scene and everything. Yeah. And I was thinking, man, wouldn't it be cool if one of them established artists that has money or even like me one day, like something that they just to like give back to the community would to be able to open up like another type of place like that, like a hip hop shop 
like Man. a safe space where a bunch of artists could come Absolutely. rap at each other. They actually like, have that. You know? I mean, like I know what's with the radio station downtown has it. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Friday Night two, Cipher. Yeah, one oh. of, yeah, they have that, and then Royce does it at Heaven too. Yeah, he does do well. He does yeah. like yeah, like the cipher yeah. thing. But see, it's not a home base. You know right. what I mean? It's, yeah, it's not, not nothing in the yeah, neighborhood yeah, right, right. that everybody knows that okay on this day, mm-hmm. all the artists from uh, the hip hop because that's what that's what the hip hop is to me. I feel like that's why hip hop is so uh, is watering down a little bit because they don't have foundations no more. Right, everything is in house in front of your phone or you know what I mean? Social it's media, no man, it's yeah. no home base where kids like you know like me who didn't have a car at the time but had this passion i was able to walk right to this record store and exactly. be able to get right. an opportunity to you know uh create it's, so. a, it's like a gift and a, it's a double-edged sword if you really think about it because yeah. like you, that but at the same time it's a lot easier to like kind of get on and, oh like, yeah get popular sure. with social sure. media so yeah but it, it takes like the fun out of it almost in a way whereas like like you said you, you can watch the record store actually pick out stuff like that and yeah kind of meet people a little bit easier but yeah. It'd be a perfect way yeah. to thin the herd, too, because, I mean, now in today's time where you see rap as glamorized as it is, so many kids get into it for the wrong reason, too, because they're like, oh, this is a quick way to make money. They don't really yeah, give a yeah. shit I about the actual art. Exactly. You know? <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. I literally just watched that little peep documentary on Netflix. I was about to watch that. It actually curiosity. looks interesting. I want it to is, check that out. It is a very interesting documentary, but at the same time, it's kind of everything was wrong with certain things right yeah. now. Like, yeah. It's, it's one of those things like uh, he was doing an in- like he was doing an interview. I think him and his producer he's like, "Hey man, how long you been doing music for?" Shit, bro, like six, seven months. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. How are you? How you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. I, I I don't I don't get it. Like you know what I mean? Because it's, it's it it shows though. You know uh-huh. what I mean? It, it shows the people who who really study music and and the people who didn't because they the quality of music that they yeah. have, you know and. And a lot of artists these days, these millennials now, um, because they so into social media, they don't they don't pay attention to detail anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, back in the day, the artists like Eminem or or like um, Jay Z or Dr. Dre or you know Snoop Dogg, they all had stories in their albums. Like you can you can listen to their album from beginning to end, and it's gonna paint one big picture. Right mm-hmm. now, it's just like artists just. They just throwing words together, making a new bop. Melodies, making bro. Making a new right. band. Melodies you know what I mean? They're not you paying know, attention to detail. You know what else is a little bit lacking, I think, in my opinion, at least, is the actual, like, real producers. Because there's a exactly. lot of people that make beats, but there's not a lot of people that know how to produce an artist and tell them what Absolutely. they're doing right, what they're doing wrong. Yeah. Or oh, you're offbeat here, you're, you know, you're behind, you're too head. You know, like, there's there's people that can make beats and all day, and it's great. But it's like, if you know how to teach an artist how to do the shit right, that's a lot bigger of a deal in my and then opinion. just think about the 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 back in the day and uh back in the times where hip-hop was first uh emerging like how the djs mm-hmm. would come together with the artists and how the art you know the djs was the producers it was all about yeah, the dj it was all on the djs it was all about the djs you know <laughs> what i mean like what we call like the the wordsmith was that mm-hmm. it like, the wordsmith yeah, yeah. yeah so MC those was the creators the DJ. exactly <laughs> those the djs was the creators of the new sound we don't hear that no more the dj the djs are focused more on playing the music mm-hmm. not creating it. exactly you know what i mean so you know and and it's not in the streets no more you don't see you know, uh, people at parks, you know, uh, people at different places, just like how uh, Cash Money came up mm-hmm. or how No Limit came up. They they was in the communities with their music. They was a fucking genius, by the way. Man, I'm so I, 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 one of my most respected people in 
the media was is Master P. Just Absolutely, had, his grind. Absolutely, man. bought his first record store in nineteen, and it, it's just fucking wild. Not only did he not buy his first record store in nineteen, but that man literally started No Limit Records by buying a van, painting No Limit on the side, buying studio equipment, and then recording whoever wanted to record. They said the first year he started, because I watched that Hip Hop Evolution yeah, episode with Evolution, them. Yeah. They said the first year that he started No Limit, he put out 26 albums by different artists on No Limit in yep. one year. Yep. <laughs> and that and included like Mystical and fucking like all was, the big dogs that were on there. It so was Shocker crazy, Murder, all them yeah. <laughs> oh, that's crazy, bro. Like the, just, just to see how they work ethic. Like people don't work hard no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they used to lock in the studios in each room. It'll be a studio here, here, here. Mm-hmm. After you leave that studio, you jumping in here, laying a verse. After he leave this studio, he jumping in, laying a verse. And then by t- in two, three days, y'all have two albums. Mm-hmm. You know, the work ethic got to be there, <laughs> I saw man. someone put on Twitter today, actually. It was like, dudes will really buy studio time just to sit in there with their boys, order takeout, smoke weed, and play old music off their fucking iPhones, and not even get down to even making music. And the music. best part is the last like 15 minutes, that's when you start writing a verse. And that's when you start writing a verse. Just to say you wrote the verse in 15 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, and you know yeah. what to do? You got, you got a lot of people that like, which some people can do it, and it's great, but you got a lot of people bragging now about how they don't even write anymore. They just go and spit off on the booth. And that shit shows to me, man. Like Wiz Khalifa hasn't made a song about anything substance-wise since he stopped writing music. And it's yeah. like it's everything is. I mean, I get it. He's a weed party rapper or whatever. But it's like, dog, you haven't wrote a song about anything besides like the Fast and the Furious hey, track. He's, he's like, acting right now, or he's uh, he's doing voiceovers. He's on a new show that's on Fox. Uh, he's perfect for voiceovers. Fuck, yeah, perfect yeah, voice yeah, for yeah. that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I Duncanville. love Wiz. No, that's I'm not talking shit or anything because I love him. Duncanville. Yeah, he's on that show now. I don't hmm. even know what Duncanville is. It's a it's a new like. Fox animation show. He plays like the teacher. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> he That's does dope. have a perfect voice for like a cartoon character, but I mean, yeah, it's just like I and same with Lil Wayne sometimes. Like Lil Wayne can come up with some super witty shit off the top, but like I, Carter Two era. Did you hear like, Yeah? Wayne was, I, I just oh watched the drink God, I just listened don't. to the drink champs with Lil Wayne. <sighs> and it's just crazy the fact that he like apparently he wrote every rap he was ever gonna rap down a book. Or for, over like the course of like a couple like a month or two or something like that and has just been going off of that that's crazy like the rest of his career he's that's also crazy. the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard and he makes me nervous bro I feel like he's one of the ones we're gonna be like talking about fuck dude Wayne died from drinking too much fucking lean cause he's been steady drinking that shit for over 10 years I mean, now man has like, a lot. he's still going so he's it's had, like going. He's had several it's crazy seizures. Several seizures. Yeah. Seizures. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. That's like, for sure. but I'm I'm pretty sure. Like, if he if he was to leave now, like he would have a big enough legacy. Oh yeah, oh, wait, yeah of course. Him to last him for forever. So it's I like, mean, think about how iconic he is to. already, and he's still not even out of his thirties. He's still like thirty six or thirty seven. Exactly. Bro, my old. favorite part. <laughs> like, exactly. That's, that's crazy. crazy I still love that he was on the Mass Singer. I'm like, I'm just thinking about like every yeah. time I think about like that. That's you. You don't. Like, cause that was like the first big celebrity I had on that show. So I'm like, oh, this is this is great. Wayne cool as fuck for this. Wasn't that right after the Super Bowl or some shit? Yeah, he was on there. Yeah, it was yeah. like the season three premiere. Yeah, that's pretty cool. The uh, the funeral album is fire though. It is, man. And there's definitely like a lot. It's there's a lot of songs on. I like Carter Five but, too. Um, to be honest with you, man, I, I like man. I love Carter Five. Mona, Li- Mona Lisa is my shit. I love this. Is that the track with Kendrick? Yeah, that shit is crazy. Oh man. yeah, Kendrick's bad. That story is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, that's not. <laughs> 
Yeah, Kendrick did spaz out. All right, shit. so I guess we should get it. Okay, so we're going to get into our segment, Something Knows, Something New. Yes, sir. It's about that time. So I don't know if I, I cooled you in on this. So what we do for Something Knows, Something New, we talk about an older album, something older than two years that we kind of listen to right now, mm-hmm. and then something new that just came out that we bump them. Cool. Cool. You guys got two in mind already? Yeah, already. I, I guess I could probably kick it off this week. All right. Um, since it's still, oh yeah, I forgot to mention that at the ha- or at the top of the podcast as well. It's yesterday was also International Women's Day, so shout out to all the women out there because us three would not be sitting here if it wasn't for women. Exactly. Um, <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, and in the theme of like Women's History Month, I decided to keep my something olds and something news um, in the women. So I went this week with Erica Badu's Baduism, her uh, 1997 Ooh. debut album, Ooh. which. Uh, kind of brought the world to Erica Badu, and if you remember when she first came out, I mean, I was I was still super young, but a lot of people were comparing her to Billie Holiday because of the way she sang, and uh, that I think that really got people interested and intrigued by her. And then just to like find out that she had this writing ability and just like one of the smoothest women to ever grace the microphone than the way she sings yes. and how cool she sounds when she's doing it, like. Yes. The lyrics to "On and On" are one of my favorite lyrics of all song or all time, and that's uh, that song was the debut single off this album. Um, which this album went on to be really successful for her too. I think it sold three million copies or some shit like that in the U.S. Then did like another like half a million in U.K. and another half a million somewhere else and uh, Germany. It looks like, but um, yeah, I mean Erica Badu, man, she is. Still amazing, still, still making amazing music, and she still looks beautiful. Is yes. amazing. I think she was, um, and I think she became pregnant with her and Andre Three Thousands kid, like right after that album came out. Like, right about yeah, right. Okay, after so who, she had, was it? I'm knocking that out. It's Common, Jay Electronica. She didn't have a kid with Common. She's got a kid with DMC, Jay Electronica, and uh, Andre Three Thousand. She and her yeah. bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, her, she and her baby, her baby daddies can make a super group, right? Super group. <laughs> She's straight for forever, forever. <laughs> and she did date Common, I think. And she did that for like a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, she could retire right now. I remember seeing her. She was on like Hot ninety seven or something. They were interviewing her, and Ebro was like, "Don't stare into Erica Badu's eyes. She's it's known t- to just get pregnant just by looking at her." <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I can I can mention that. All right. So, but yeah, if you haven't heard Baduism, go spend some time with it. It's beautiful. Mm. All right. So I didn't dig that deep into we uh the something old category. However, he's it's gonna segue into a different segment when we just talk about like TV and stuff like that, and just because. This TV show just dropped uh, this past or Tuesday, like this past Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go with Little Dicky, professional rapper. Oh my god, good call, bro. <laughs> oh my, I don't think we ever mentioned Little Dicky on this podcast. I before. don't think we have wow. yet either. He's funny. Fuck, as shit, I fucking man. love Little Dicky. I've always <laughs> did, actually. But I, yeah, okay. man, I like I love the intro to the album, like the professional rapper, like the song with uh, Snoop. How yeah. he, like, they're giving like a That's job the first interview. Thing I ever saw of his was the Snoop shit. Yeah, like he has, he's like getting like a inter- like a job interview with Snoop about being a rapper, and they're just going like back yeah. and forth. That's just so fucking dope, dope man. Uh, he got Hannibal Burris on like a skit. Uh, Fetty Wap's on this album. He's got 
Is that the yeah. save that money shit? That save that money, yeah. Great. His videos are hilarious too. <laughs> no, nah, a little Freaky Friday, of course. Come on, now. yeah. Oh my nah, god, is that little, on this album? No, no, no. no. That was like last Freaky Friday was like last year, or two years ago. Yeah, him and Chris Brown. Yeah, but no, I I like Little Dicky, man. I feel like he serves his purpose in hip hop. Like he he's one of those people that like appreciate the culture and made his kind of own way as like kind of like comedic type deal. But at the same time. Dude's got bars. He does. He's like, he like really, really rapping. His flow is really nice. Like he sounds good when he's rapping, which is great. Yeah. But um, you know, I just thought about the, the, the funny part of that end of the the track with Snoop when the assistant. Oh yeah, in, he was like, like "Hey, you guys, tea, coffee, coffee, head." <laughs> he goes, "Wait, did you just say head?" I'll, I'll have some, I'll have some tea. What kind of tea do you have? Uh, chai, chamomile. You know what? Actually, I'll take some head. I know you're a nasty ass boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it's a little early, but. <laughs> yeah, no, my favorite like in the trailer for uh have you watched that show dave yet from little dicky bro i know so you fun. i know i know you watch it, watched it. Man, it i gotta watch it today watch it. it's fucking great the it's first episode I, I absolutely hilarious like what's the first, it called again it's called dave the dave. first the first episode he's trying to get a, he's trying to get taken seriously as a rapper so he's trying to get a verse from yg it's so good, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> he's like he's trying to wire money to uh yg's manager he's like he's uh, yeah. like I need to send $10,000 to Blood Gang Entertainment, please. <laughs> <laughs> I have the attention of someone called Nutty. <laughs> <laughs> it's super funny. Yeah. And he's like walking into the studio and all YG's boys are hanging around. He's like, those are some scary looking dudes. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the best is like, he walked in with the, like, the food and we're like, hey guys, snack time. And then they just grab the food and shut the door on him. <laughs> like, you guys got snack time to YG? <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that show was impressively funny, man. And uh, there's this comedian I like. His name's Andrew Santino, who plays like little Dickie's best friend on the show. So it was, it's, it was really good. That's dope. I didn't I even know it was coming that. out until E-Man was like, dude, you want to watch the little Dickie show? I'm like, what? <laughs> there's a show? That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, my uh, my old album. When I got to think about albums, you say albums. Mm -hmm. You got to think about beginning to end and mm -hmm. uh, word of mouth, ludicrous. Oh like, God, guys, I fucking love it, ludicrous from, from beginning to end, bro. Like hands down, had one of, him and Miss Yelly had like two of my favorite like video, like people who make like exactly. music videos of all time. Exactly. I like Ludacris because he lightens the mood, man. Like he's just mood. like he's funny as fuck. His rhyming is great. He can rap phenomenally. His cadence we don't have special, nothing like that uh -uh, no more. No. Nothing like uh -uh. everybody's so bit 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 bitty. They forgetting the the bars. Mm -hmm. Luda, Luda had bars. Punchlines on punchlines on punchlines. Funny ass People music are videos. Bars. Dude. God, I love yeah. the video. Him yeah, and actual Missy. midget swinging from his fucking chain. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Big ass arms and get back. Like oh. <laughs> exactly. Because, look, I fucking love Luda. I check that. Little people. I should say little people nowadays. Yeah. It's not very PC, buddy. Yeah, no. But um, yeah, Luda, man, that's a great one. That's literally yeah, one of my favorite albums of all time. And as far as new albums right now, like I've been listening to Lil Wayne Funeral. Mm -hmm. Great album. I, I've been digging deep in that. I still have to go back through it because that album's so fucking long. To the fact that like I can't like even process it. There's like what, 24 the tracks or something like yeah. that? 22, 23 or something? Right after he dropped Carter Five. Right. Mm -hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? Even a year it's later, just like, like that. I thought like Carter, I almost thought Carter Five was just some shit to get out of his like label thing, but it's still under, like, I mean, Funeral was still under cash money. So, yeah. Uh, did y'all did, did see uh, yeah. Eminem's uh, uh, 
uh, Godzilla video. Oh, yeah, video. I just watched it yesterday. That was awesome, man. I'm just glad you had a little yeah. thing about Juice World at the end, too. That yeah. was terrible. Bro, that I didn't cool. know uh, Cole Bennett did that. Yeah. Cole oh, Bennett really? was like, yeah, Cole Bennett is like Juice World's boy. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes sense. I'm like, okay. It's, it's perfect. Dude, yeah, it was it was that great was a video. a power move. That's like a classic M video, too, with all yeah. that fucking crazy shit going Fuck, on. Fuck, man. <laughs> this is, yeah. <laughs> it, like it just open your mind up to like to like so so different like they let you know like they in a different league just like Wayne just dropped a video mm -hmm. today it, it just show you that they in a different league than what everybody else is around like the mass majority of artists right now is 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 thinking basic you know mm -hmm. what I mean like right. we got to get more creative we got to stop you know following these waves that's going on thinking that that's the way to go and we got to get back to be everybody being original. You I know agree. what I mean? Real and quick. Shit, think about how like we were inspired by M like coming up and now at 47 years old he's still inspiring the shit out of me cuz he's still doing it at this level. At it's a like, high level. It's like crazy. And it's and it's getting higher like it's uh, not no. it's not like it's deteriorating. No, not at all. Like, he, he, uh, that dude is. <laughs> Even in a time too, where it's like popular to a hate on M. Like, Akon actually Internet talked about. Akon uh, actually talked about how Eminem's recording process is. Like, this dude treats music literally like a nine to five. He'll like start at like eight thirty, nine o'clock or whatever. Take a lunch and two breaks or whatever, and then like clock in, clock out, and then yeah. go home at like yeah. five thirty six. Mm -hmm. He like literally treats it like a nine to five. That's fucking wild yeah. to think about. Could you imagine but, how cool and inspiring it would be just to like sit in the studio with him for like a day just to see him like write and how he like what's just to see his process? Like, like, yeah. damn, I would love to see that. <laughs> and just to see him like spitting that shit in the booth. It's like that Godzilla verse. Like to see that yeah. recording. Not even like him yeah. recording. I mean, him recording the cool too. I just like to see his process and like how the fuck do you write this shit? How, yeah. do, how do you come up with what you come up with? That's why I like that Kenny Beats in the cave like little YouTube videos now so much because it's cool to see them. I'm sure it's like pro they probably edit it to where it makes it look like it was shorter of a process than it actually was. But like mm. it's cool to see him put together the beat while the rapper's sitting there chilling, kind of vibing. And then they just get out the pen or get out their phone and just start going. It's like, man, I wish I had that ability. Neil, <laughs> Neil, guess who just dropped some music just now? Just now? Yes. Who? Just guess. Uh, shit. What kind of what somebody genre? you've been waiting on for a while? What genre? Hip hop. Somebody you've been waiting on to drop for a while. <gasps> Isaiah? Yes. No. Yes. The album? Yeah. Not the album, but he like, he dropped a single. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, well, hold on. Let's just go ahead and listen to it together on the podcast, I don't, huh? I, I don't think it's on Spotify or anything yet. It's, I just let's, got like a thing that came out. Let's see if it is. If it is, we're going to listen to it. Hell yeah. Um, do you know what the name of it is? I have no idea. I just saw like pop up when I just scrolled. Hmm. I'll have to find it. Maybe we'll yeah. play it on the podcast next week or some shit. It's not. It's not this Woody Smalls. Thing. Oh, you know what? No, no, no. It's not a full release yet. This is this is a preview. Oh, it's just a preview. Yeah, and shit. apparently he references <laughs> Doja Cat. Oh, Doja Cat was on the last Kenny Beats thing I was just talking about. By the way, I just watched her episode of Kenny Beats. She's kind of uh, dope, man. She's funny. And like she can write some bitch, bars I'm real quick cow, too. Bitch, I'm a cow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm warming up to her. She's crazy, but I kind of like her. All Megan right. the Stallion fucking killed it on her new shit, by the way, too. Yeah, it's like not I'm my like. like you know what? Let's just segue into something new while we're talking yeah. about that. That's true. That's true. Uh, um, you want to kick it off? Yeah, and I, I kept it with the women this this week for something new too. I had the. We can talk um, about the Janae Echo. Yeah, I know that we're both going to talk about that. Yep. I had the Megan Thee Stallion, Sugar, which is a little uh, seven song. Is that an album or an EP? I don't know, whatever the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a body of work that's yeah. fucking good, man. Megan Thee Stallion is 
really nice with the bars, man. She's she, she really can rap. Yeah. Um, it almost like what is what did uh what did Royce say on that uh on his last album? In between like, Megan and uh Nikki was cash down. Was that? He was it? like the so, best. Oh, I think uh between uh. Megan the Stallion and Cardi is cash. Oh, Cardi. Yeah. <laughs> I like that line. So you Megan the Stallion is cash. Yeah. Doll. Okay, yeah. <laughs> cash Doll is ill too. She's probably my favorite out of like these cash buddy doll. MCs that are coming out of the women right yeah. now. Um, oh, not Tierra Wack. Tierra Wack too. <laughs> I feel like Tierra Wack came a little I bit before. I like Cash Doll, but Tierra Wack Rhapsody. Rhapsody's been out for a minute though. Like these, I feel like Megan and and Cash Doll and Doja Cat. Like those girls are like having their moment that, right man now. <laughs> right now and it's amazing bro mm-hmm. like i just love i just love cash dog because she from the city and she real about like no I, she authentic mm-hmm. you know what i mean and she grew on me i'm be honest with you i really didn't like she her always first, been that way she, she really grew on me in the past like her last shit last year yeah and it was real dope yeah forget, what wasn't i forgot the name of the project damn um we have Google, guys. But, <laughs> you know but yeah, else? I forgot the name of it, but yeah, it was. Hey, it you was know, you know who dropped the album that was kind of that was dope as fuck? Huh. Lil Kim. What? Yeah, yeah, she did. Lil Kim. Last year, yeah. Lil what? Kim. I never even heard that. That was one of my something news last yeah. year. I don't even yeah, remember. Yeah, that. It was like a out. yeah, it was like a what ten or twelve track album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I gotta yeah, fucking listen she, to that. She went crazy on. Yeah, listen to that because that came out the same day uh, Obi Trices did. Exactly. Sometimes I listen Ooh, to shout like out to Obi, board. man. That's yeah. my homie too. I love Obi. Um, he just got cleared of something. He was like, so, someone was saying that he was charged with like the murder of his girlfriend's yeah. kid, and he got Jesus. cleared of the charge yeah. finally. Yeah. He, was like, he was like, of course I didn't kill him. He's like, I love that kid. Like he was my own. Yeah. Um, his album is dope as hell. It man. is great. Like, is he, it under Black Market? He's one of my favorite artists, to be honest. Obi. Obi is one of my favorite artists because he's so creative on how he articulate his words, like. He he's one of a kind when it come to like just rapping, mm-hmm. like and 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 telling the story through a song, like how he put his words together, his wordplay and the way he slurs words is way different than anything I've heard. So Man, I always felt like his second album, second or I think is that a second album, second round on me, second round mm-hmm. on me. Yeah, I think that was historically underappreciated. That man. fucking album was amazing, man. That album was so good to me. I used to listen to that. What constantly. was the? It I was, listened it to was that more than Cheers, album. actually. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. No, Cheers was. Cheers was a classic. Yeah. Cheers was a classic. The Nate second rounds on me is definitely. <laughs> Cheers has that crazy outro too. That shit with fucking M on it. Yeah. That shit's crazy. You go. Wouldn't it be cool if they just like. Started fucking vibing again, man. Like man. I was like, every time an M project comes out, like like I be the fan in me wants OB, to be like, yeah. put Obi on there. Put Obi, like, yeah, get put some of the Detroit guys yeah, back on there. Man. Right. <laughs> I got a couple. Uh, I got a couple. Some news here. I actually sat down the Janaeco project. By the it's way, beautiful. Man. Oh my god, it's so fucking good. Like just consistently, it. man. It's it, really good. Get, um, she, when, when did she, she got drop back, it? Uh, this past Friday. Oh shit! The track with her. That's mother great dude god it's when so her good. voice her... comes in i'm like bro her voice is just like it's just pure sex to me man. the last, <laughs> that like, last track like with ty dollar sign is good mm. the big sean track i mean you know they all got great i like trying to so, smoke yeah. on there that's a great fucking little smoking weed track i like that it's a nice little vibey track but yeah <laughs> that, album's called chilombo that dick made is, me proud uh, her pause, last name but actually, that's a line off of that song What's that? I said that dick made me proud. Pause, but that's a line off of the album. That pussy fairy, <laughs> that, that pussy fairy song is amazing, pussy, yeah. bro. That's just yeah. great. Um, right. I did said it. I did kind of listen. I did listen to a little bit of the Uzi track or the Lil Uzi album. Uh, you know what? What do you think? It wasn't terrible. I love the I love the track with Sid the Kid. Actually, said from the internet. 
I didn't even know that he had an album, so I have nothing to really offer on that. And then he uh, he yeah. had a he needed a sequel. Part two was like a sequel to uh, EXO Tour Life Three. That was cool too. Right. He's got I another. What? Who did I see? He's got a song. Oh, he got a song with Drake and the Baby out. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah the video yeah. just came out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hometown boy. I actually sat with the. I actually got a chance to listen to the new Bazzy track too. Okay. Shout out to Bazzy. Uh, he went actually went to my high school, Dearborn native. Mm. Uh, cool. yeah, man. Uh, think that's about it for all the new music. For I the had. new one, yeah. This is the Janae Aiko one is the only one that I had down, and I I really enjoy that. I'm excited to. That's gonna be perfect when the when the nice weather starts coming around. Like that, that, it's that perfect vibe for that. She makes great music for that kind of shit. I got drowned in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I didn't sit with. I didn't listen to Megan Thee Stallion project, but I probably would go back to that. I, it's I dope, like, dude. I like it. It's really Shout out like, to Hell of a too, because Hell of a produced oh, her, yeah, he uh, did. her track. I uh, forgot about that. Yep. Like the single, right? Yep. Yeah. Her, her single. He produced her single. Detroit is on, man. Detroit is where it's at right now. You know what's funny to me about Janae's album, too, is like the first half of the album, you can clearly tell it was when she was going through her breakup with Big Sean, and they got back together before the album came out. So yeah, like, so it's it shit just started getting happy. happy. I mean, it's kind of hard, hard to not get back to someone you got like a tattooed on your arm. Like their whole face oh, is on your arm. Shout out Big Sean, too, man. I can't wait for man, his album. Bro, I just God. heard a story. I, I was listening to Joe Budden podcast, I just heard the story about oh, Big, Big Sean. Sean yeah. man. It was uh, how Def Jam didn't know who he was and he had an album coming out in two weeks and he I guess like he had really not that much back and I mean you know he clearly had Kanye on his side mm-hmm. but he put together like this whole thing like right right by like the main Def Jam studio like this whole event and like played at it and then the label execs were there he goes wait this guy's on our label <laughs> this guy has an album coming out in two weeks <laughs> and he yeah. just like scrambled to put like some marketing shit together yeah dude shot the big shot that was quick cold. man because I was just thinking, thinking about it the other day. One of the times, I, I can't remember what year this was, but I saw Wiz Khalifa in Pontiac once um, at like a small little amphitheater. And Big Sean was the opening act. And then I, not even like a year later, I want to say, he was like leaps and bounds bigger than Wiz Khalifa was. And like he opened up for Wiz at that show. So like, yeah. was career, he bigger like, than Wiz Khalifa? Big Sean is definitely bigger than Wiz Khalifa. Are you sure about yeah, that? Dude. Are you sure about as far Black as being a rapper? Black and I mean, no, I'm talking about action popularity, not like as like skill. I disagree with you wholeheartedly. Wiz Khalifa's popular with like a niche group of listeners. He's bro, Black and Yellow was the fucking theme song for the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't have a song. Wiz does not have a song. That I don't, but but, but Sean came out with that. I don't fuck with yeah, yeah. Great song. yeah and Wiz that was everywhere. See you again. See, yeah, you that was, see you again was the only song that was like commercially yeah. like a smash. Black smash. and yellow. Black and yellow was kind of like a territorial song though. It was more not really, bro. That was that was a national. That was an international song. It People recognize that song. I don't know about international. That shit was popping. I, I got to disagree bit. with you. I'm a that's a that's a no for big, me, dog. And big, big Sean rap, rapped in in the White House. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. I'll give you that. He I'll was in the White House. I'm not saying big. Sh- I'm not saying flow. as in like talent wise. That's a side. I'm talking about as in popularity. Popularity. Now I don't know. I don't know. Think about bless. I know. Bro. I know. <laughs> I know that one. That one song. I think that soundtrack song that Wiz did. It's like see you again. Two yeah. three billion views. That was a big song. It's a bu- big song. That was a big. Song. I don't know what happened after that. I don't know what happened after that. But yeah, that song did hit like two three billion. That was. 
And I know a lot more women that listen to Big Sean than listen to Wiz. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'll agree with you on that aspect. <laughs> Wiz got his own community. Wiz got his own thing. The yeah. potheads. Yeah, The definitely. pothead community. And Wiz is doing just fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, sure. Not talking yeah. shit whatsoever. Yeah, he, oh, no, wait. No, no, no. He's got two people playing his fucking music. Cowboys play Weed and Boys. That's right. I forgot about that. Cowboys play that? Yeah. Hold up, hold up, I forgot hold about up. that. <laughs> yeah. I do, I do think Big Sean, he got to come hard. It's, mm-hmm. He got to come hard, too. No, nah, man, I feel like we about to get the best Big Sean project since, like, Dark Sky like, Paradise. I, feel like too. I agree. I agree with you. I, I'm excited for it, too. I his, mean, wh- when was his last, was his last album 2017? It was dealing that Metro Boom and shit. That shit was garbage. I, I, didn't, I wasn't feeling that. <laughs> yeah, I was not either. I'm not going to lie. He had to redeem. I, I feel like this is why I feel most that's incons- why I love Big Sean, but he's the most inconsistent rapper I've ever heard in my life. Like, as far as, like... <laughs> Wale. Wale is the, one, the most inconsistent. He, he, does, he does get some inconsistencies, He too. does. And he was one... Like oh, amongst the too, big, yeah, he he it. was amongst the five. The, yeah. the Drake, yep. J. Cole, Kendrick, Big yep. Sean, and, and Wale. Wale. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. He was bigger than Meek at one point, so. Way bigger yeah. than Meek. Yeah. So not, you know, I Meek still think he's stuff. a better rapper than Meek, I mean, in my opinion. That's I've, just my opinion. Yeah, I, I think. Depends on what appeals to yeah, you. Yeah, know. like, I don't think anyone does, like, the R&B featured song, the fe- like, the R&B artist featured on your song better than Wale does. Like, he makes those fucking records. Like flawlessly, he, man. His whole new album is like full of fucking R and B records. Oh, yeah, he, he, he got a new album. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it came out last year. Championship. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, I did get that. Not, no, not championship. I'm talking about Wale. Oh, Wale, I'm talking yeah. about Meat Mill. My bad. No, no. Wale, Wale and Beast, man. Yeah, he's got that. The track with Boogie. What was and, the shit with Lotus um, Flower Bomb on it? What was that album? Which one? What was that album with Lotus Flower Bomb on it? I forget the name. I think that was the last. That and the album about nothing were like ambition. Was that ambition? Yeah, wasn't ambition. They're going to love me for my ambition. Yeah, I think it was that one. The album about nothing was the one before a while. That's crazy. I think ambition was it. Yeah. Uh, I think that was ambition. Yeah. 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 yeah Flower Bomb. That was a great project. Yeah. Yep. I love, I mean, Wiley, man, all of them guys, man. I, that's why, this is what I do this shit for. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> it's like, man, I, that's what I strive for. I strive for them to make that type of quality music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like being that realm of, okay, we got Wale, we got Drake, we got this, we got that, and then we got Renegade because, you know, yes, he got sir. that different sound. Yep. And that's that's where I'm trying to put myself at, man. Respect, yeah. Man. And I like sure. that those top five, too, are like making it cool to rap stuff of substance, too. Like stuff Kendrick is, and Cole are full of substance and Absolutely. content. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. And then you got like Drake, who's in the opposite, but still writing these great stories and shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Drake got a song with fucking Benny the Butcher coming out, and I cannot wait for That's it. That's going to be oh, crazy, man, bro. I, I, I am so curious to see how this is going to turn out. Yeah. This like grassroots movement of Griselda <laughs> is so fun for me to watch. Oh, I feel like it's yeah. like coming back. Gene I fucking it, love Griselda. I oh, even like the other God. day in my head, I was like comparing them all to G-Unit. I was like, all right, so Westside Gun is 50 because he's like the leader of their crew. He's the one that's going to not rap as much as the rest of them are. Um, yeah. And then Benny to me is Young Buck because he's that gritty, like super raw sounding voice. Yeah. Conway is Lloyd Banks because Conway is like, He's gritty as hell, too, probably more so than Lloyd Banks ever was because he was kind of laid back and stoner. But, like, Lloyd Banks, to me, was always my favorite lyricist out of the group. And I kind of feel that way a little bit with Kanye. I ain't a cuddle. I fucked the drool out of chick. <laughs> and then Foley coming in is the game. <laughs> That's my synopsis of the whole shit. Man, Griselda is the... <laughs> so you're right. There's, they didn't there's, no, there's no Olivia? 
<laughs> no, nah. I, don't <laughs> I don't even I, think I, Olivia I, was Olivia. Nah, nah, man. <laughs> it just comes down to like, I don't think Fifty knew how to manage R and B. I just don't, don't think he wanted to. I, I think she kind of like fizzled out a little bit at the same time. Didn't she do something kind of disloyal, same shit as the game did? Yeah, and, and, and she she just wasn't uh she just she wasn't was good, good for business. No, she just wasn't was good, good for fit. business. Yeah. Cause around that time, like Ashanti was out, they was they was trying to do the whole Ashanti Jairul thing, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I nah, was out, she Sierra just wasn't was as out. talented. <laughs> she she wasn't as talented to no. me. So oh Olivia, yeah, nah, I like best she, friend. That was about it though. Yeah, but like, that was fifty on it. I didn't even like yep. Candy Shop that much with her. I mean, I like the, the song overall. Candy but Shop is put, the song that I skip when it comes out. When they could have put <laughs> you, you could have put any like okay singer on that song and it still would have been a hit. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She didn't really bring anything unique. To She's that not. was like the slot receiving of like hits. Yeah, well, <laughs> you got game kind of destroyed her too and he came out with that Ghost Unit mixtape and just like oh, fucking ran wild on everyone in G-Unit. 360 man. bars and oh, running and all fuck. that shit. <laughs> game went man. crazy, man. He went crazy. I was so like, that was my favorite time in hip hop because I was like in high school at the time and I was so obsessed with the game when he like Party ways with them. Game I was what, like, yeah. Black Wall Street. Yeah, for game, real, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it was just so interesting to just to just tap into. Like that's around the time where everybody was just so into what's happening next in hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For sure. No one. Like, could, I couldn't wait till the Doctor's Advocate came out to hear what he was going to talk about next. <laughs> for real. You know, you know like, what I mean? Yeah. He probably fucked up G Unit's business quite a bit in that time. Oh yeah. For Game? Sure, yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was a force, man. He was definitely. Still is. Still Born is, rap man. Was dope. Born rap was amazing. Bro, actually. that's that's a good call. That's another album I need to go back and sit with yeah. more because that's another long. I actually one. Re- went back and listened to that album uh, not too long ago. It's gonna hold up for a while. That oh, it definitely will. It definitely will. Mm. Um, yeah, man. That's fucking the game. Is isn't it his last album? Is that that was uh, yeah, allegedly his last album. I hate when people say that, man, because you know I mean, look at, look you at, know it's not gonna die in you, man. Look how many projects Jay Z has dropped since Black Album? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He was he was gonna quit at the Black Album. Yeah, man. I just funny. I just don't like that. It's like Young Dolph said he's done. Like once you in, you in, bro. Uh huh. Forever. And yeah. like the 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 greatest, like Jay Z fifty. The only you know person I can the honestly say, some dudes are in their like seventies and eighties. You know, going on tour. the only person I can honestly say that's actually like who was a real fucking dope rapper and then said he was done and was done is Chameleonaire. That's because he went on to do Chameleonaire is a ventures. fucking genius though because he invested genius. in uh, tech was companies. It? Yeah, fucking yeah. Uh, what do you call that? Silicon started, Valley stuff. He started yeah. in an app. Yeah. He started all these kinds of But dudes. you know what? He's a, he knew that he wasn't going to last. Yeah. I, 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 I feel like that. I Mixed feel like... Messiah shit was... He was dope oh, as man. hell, bro. Yeah. I just didn't, like... I, I To me, personally, coming from where I came from, I didn't take Chameleon Air serious. But I, like, as a person, like, you know, his uh-huh. character, but his lyrics, like, bro had lyrics. Uh-huh. But I think he knew, like, damn, this is a vicious game. It really let is. me let me invest in some other things that's gonna be lucrative for yeah. me. And that was that was a smart move, man. It's definitely I a smart that. move. I think he took what what he saw with uh riding dirty and was like, listen, this is probably gonna be as my good most as it gets. Shit. I don't, so, <laughs> I don't I'm think gonna take like, this money and yeah, invest it. Yeah. Will, what was his album after that? What was it? Sound of Revenge, and then what was that? I don't Ultimate remember. Victory, I think. Mm, let me look it up. Didn't hold up as well as Sound of Revenge did. Sound of Revenge was fucking amazing. Yeah, it was a classic. 
And yeah. I think that was the one he made with like no swearing on it or some shit like that. But yeah, it was it was a good project, but it wasn't the last one. And That's crazy. Yeah. Oh no, I guess he had a mixtape. He had Major Pain 1.5 in 2011, but he between Sound and Revenge and his next album Elevate, there was a 5 8 year gap. Sound of Revenge came long. out in 2005 and Elevate <laughs> came out in 2013. That's too long. Wait, wasn't some, I feel like he had a didn't he have an, I thought it was Ultimate Victory was an album there. Let me see. Let me pull up the full discography. Oh no, maybe you're right. Okay, it That's was just showing his most popular ones. So he had a shitload of fucking yeah. Ultimate Victory came out in 07. That's what I thought. All right, yep. what y'all think about Jada Kiss new album, bro? Oh shit, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, that album was a fire, bro. Oh it, man, it was more R and B driven than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, I forgot to mention yeah. that album, man. He it's, smoked that first track though. What was that fucking first one called? Like Point of View? Or let me see. The I single. Remember. I don't. I don't know if it was on the album. I don't remember if it was on the album or not because only. Really listened to it like one straight through, but that single he had like me. That oh that yeah one, yeah yeah that song was fucking dope, man. Man, I I love Jada Kiss, man. He he um, just stick to his guns because he you yeah know, he just here. who he uh, is. Pearly Gates, that track is crazy. Oh, I'm just playing a little bit of Pearly Gates since we're talking Hell about yeah. it. Benefits when you part time. We did enough dumb shit. From here on out, we on smart time. The love and hate joint is different from the chalk lines. Cause real niggas are built off hard times. The odds were against us. So either I'ma be a point guard or I'ma sell hard till they pinch us. Senseless, they couldn't box us in, so they fenced us. Now we pulling off the lot with the Tempsters. Some niggas traded, other niggas faded. Some are still around. If you don't see them, then they hate it. That's usually high gold or the journey is for the chosen. Throughout it all, all I can do is remain golden. Right and left wrist and my neck will remain frozen. Word to nip, ten toes down that we ain't folding. Can't say you doing your thing when you ain't holding moving that water in the spring but it ain't pulling alkaline yeah i'm out for mine i share thoughts with my son he got an alpha mind long as he think out of the box and stay out the lines he get a nice piece of change in the house of mines yeah it's just work to me that call this action all these bird off bags and all this saxon all this money i'm making and all this taxing you get the picture i just gotta finish the caption so rapid so you don't gotta keep asking one headshot, so you don't gotta keep blasting. Before you pick up speed, you gotta get traction. To see yourself bleed is a different reaction. What you want and what you need is a different attraction. End of the day, long as you getting your the back in. Why split the profit? Yeah. We Man. putting it back in. Jada in the too, name of me, me and my boy Sean was talking about this the other day. Like rappers that it doesn't really matter what they say, as soon as they come on a record, they just sound so cool that you're like, <laughs> fuck yeah. Jada's one of them. Oh. Rick Ross is one of them. Like, no yeah. matter what Rick Ross says, I'm like, damn, he sounds Rick so Rick Ross cool. haven't had a bad album yet, bro. <laughs> no, he hasn't, like, man. Rick Ross, no. No, he really My MT was great. He's yeah, on the road, bro. And he's one of the few people that survived a 50 cent attack of like yeah, epic proportions, yeah. bro. He tried to fucking shut Rick Ross down yeah, with that. He, did, and he just uh, kept putting out good music, and that spoke for itself, Joe? really. Yeah, it's for real. Game. Yeah. Yeah, All dude. three of them survived, actually. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, but not as when, not, not, not as, as much well as, as not big, as, not as well as Rick Ross. Rick though. Ross came out. Yeah, Rick Ross came. Yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, man, I just love that that early A where you know what I mean, where uh, where it wasn't no internet, it was just radio. Like mm -hmm. and everybody on the radio had to have a different sound. Mm -hmm. 
if you if you didn't have a different sound, you wasn't getting played on the radio. So nobody sounded like that's when Nelly was out, Ludacris, M, uh, DMX. Not, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it, it was like you could tell each artist from each artist. Like now it's getting that a little bit last week, it's, it's getting drowned in the same thing. So it's just like. Now there are some diamonds on the, in the roughs out there, but it got to be a way to weave out all of the noise mm-hmm. to hear them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Great point. Yeah, we talked about it last last week too. That like, saturated. If there's man. any like piece of advice saturated. we could give for young rappers, it's to hone that sound. Really work on how you sound as a rapper. You know what? That's important, man. That's really yeah. important. Neil, that actually brings a point, and I'm actually gonna pass it over to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said something earlier about like when you had your first battle, you said you went home and like sat and crying and stuff like that. What's yeah. your best advice to like a young artist? Uh, there, like if something like that happened. Say for instance a show didn't go their way or something like that. That's stepping stones. <sighs> the best advice I could say is is don't let one moment determine the, the direction of your career. You know what I mean? Like that's a good call. Everything, everything that you do from Every day, every single day is a build up to who you're going to be. Mm-hmm. So if you decide to get knocked down or something gets in your way, it's just an obstacle that you could tell a story about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? True. You can't get to Very success true. without struggle. Mm-hmm. It's no such thing. Mm-hmm. It's no such thing as overnight success. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these people that's overnight success, if you really dig deep into who they are, they've been doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. It's it's not something that just happened overnight. Or the ones that pop quick fall off. Just and the quick. ones that pop quick <laughs> fall I mean, off quick because the they're not ready plans. for it. They don't have nothing prepared yeah. for it. So like my, got, What was, uh, what's his name? What that, that, um, credit cards in Atlanta. I got bras in Atlanta. Oh, <laughs> Designer. yeah. Designer uh, came and went so quick, man. So quick. I don't even remember his name. <laughs> Fetty Wap, too. You mean Fetty, Fetty Wap? Designer kind of copied Futures. Uh, he kind of copied what Future did, and it worked for him for a minute, and then it did. Man, I could just song. never take him serious. He, like, he should have, man. If I was him, I would have just Fetty hit Wap? the Fetty Wap is actually no, no, no. dope, though. Like, but, oh. Fetty Wap is dope, but yeah, Designer, like, I, if I was him, I would have put out a song a month. Mm-hmm. Especially off the hype of that Who song, because that song was Video, big. Man. Was he? Oh, he was Crazy. on. He was on Kanye shit. He was on Good, right? Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, he was on Good. Because uh, that's funny. Who Kanye he, put that still, put the Panda song on. So he still got Big Shine. He has 070 Shake. Who the fuck else does he have now? Two Chains. No, nah, Two Chains not there anymore. I don't think. I think he's on like. I think Two Chains got his own thing with Def Jam now. Is Big Sean still there? Yeah, Big Sean is Big still, there. still there. He's got Psy High. He's got um. Fuck, who else does he have? Kanye is the GOAT. Kanye. He's got Push Bro, still. I could go on a whole thing about how much I love Kanye West. Kanye is the GOAT. That's a whole thing. Kanye is the GOAT. <laughs> yeah, even as say. much as I man, dis- dislike my everything he's done, I still have so much shit that he's had. I cannot distress how much. And we did our uh, year in, our decade in last month. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite album of the decade was uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Mm-hmm. From a production standpoint, from a story standpoint, start to finish, that album is absolutely just flawless. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have no complaints about that album whatsoever, song-wise, from anything. Even God is King is dope. I haven't listened to it. I've, I've heard God it's closed on Sunday. Because when I listen to it, I, I expect it like a, like a gospel album. Because you know how, like, you know, even Snoop, like, had tried the little gospel yeah, album right. thing. And to me, it sounded like gospel. But... Kanye sound like Kanye. Exactly. Just the there, there's no with some, can nobody tell Kanye shit and I love it. W- without the uh 
samples. Uh-huh. He he just adding choir people in. That's how I feel like. Yeah. And it was dope as hell, man. He's dope. a sampling king too. Sampling king. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, I'll never I'll never discredit anything. I I just haven't fucked with him like as of late. But man, I mean, from college dropout to late registration to the graduation, graduation like that string of three that, in a row is oh, fucking insane oh my god <laughs> like no, that's such a crazy you know what man. first three albums <laughs> I love all three of those albums don't get me wrong my favorite is still my Brief for Dark Sister Fantasy but an album nobody really talks about and that's probably my second favorite Kanye West album 808 and Heartbreaks you know why cause the issue it started fucking I feel like Drake kinda used that as a base for his career in a way for the most part cause him between him and Kid Cudi we're like around that same time because mm-hmm. Kid Cudi definitely influenced a lot of that album. Wayne started making, but a lot, a lot, lot of the shit too. you hear now, like that kind of like the emo esque kind of stuff, like you know, you hear like a little peep or something like that. Yeah, based that shit off of 808s and Heartbreaks. Mm-hmm. That's what started sure. it. I could, I can agree with that. Yeah. I can agree with that for sure. Yeah, Wayne started going crazy with the auto tune after that Kanye album came out too. Yeah, and I think and I even Jay-Z credited tried to, make... to Kanye. And I remember watching an interview once, and he was like, "Once I saw, because it was uh, what." What award show was that where Kanye came out in the red suit with that humongous fucking gold chain on? I don't remember. Like, ah, I, I don't shit. keep track of Kanye's antics. Like? I love him, though. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about it was a sweet-ass performance. Uh, it was like the first time he did the shit from um, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Mm. Forget what, what was the lead single off that album? Uh, power? Power, right. He came power. out and did Power, right? And Wayne was like, I saw that shit, and I was like, oh, Kanye's doing this shit? I'm going to start doing this shit, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um my favorite yeah. story and this is this this proves Kanye is the goat. Kanye uh graduation it. time like when graduation came out stronger was like the lead single off that album. Mm-hmm. Uh he I think he was in New York or some shit. He was in New York or LA, one of the two. He got into he called a cab, got in the cab and then stronger just happened to be on the radio at the time. He listened to like 15 20 seconds of it. He was about, I forgot where he was about to go, but he was like, nah. And then he gave the new ad- new address to the studio. Yeah. He literally went and fixed like a synth or something like that. <laughs> made the label take the fucking single down and then resend it. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> but anyways, we're already running a little long. So let's uh, get to the quickly this day in music. And then we'll uh, plug all our socials. We have one. Wrap this bad boy up. A big RIP that just happened. Oh, yeah, that way, too. In the past, like. Five minutes, ten minutes since we've been here. Oh, really? Uh, Maxwell Cream's brother got shot and killed. Actually, what? Really? Yeah. Damn. I, dude. It just I just scrolled and saw that. That sucks. Yeah. Oh, R. I. P. Man. man. Too many people getting killed from fucking gun violence and shit, man. It's crazy. Um, it's crazy. The other one that I had down too that um, he was he's been around for fifty plus years acting. His name is Max von Sydow. Who uh, he was in Game of Thrones. He's been in just a ton of shit over his career. I just saw that he passed away. And then obviously we mentioned in the big or the top of the podcast that it's 23 years since Biggie died. Mm-hmm. And then on a happier note, I do have like a shitload of birthdays. Um, surprisingly for today, Rick Rubin's birthday is today. He's 57. Uh, Jeff Ament from Pearl Jam is uh, 57. Also, Dave Crudson from Pearl Jam is 54. So two of them have the same birthday. Um, Robin Thicke's birthday is today. He's 43. Carrie Underwood's birthday is today. She's 36. Emily Sandé's birthday is today. She's 32. <laughs> a bunch of them. That's all I had, I think, for those ones. But um, yeah, and then quickly, I wanted to get to this day in music before we uh, get out of here. Um, I tried to keep it back in the in the female topics again, and I had down, let's see. 
Oh yeah, for in 1979 on this day, Gloria Gaynor started a three-week run at number one on the U.S. singles charts with "I Will Survive," which I thought was pretty cool. I will survive. <laughs> uh, I got another uh, this day in music. Oh, you do too. Nice. So uh, I think this, this happened like more of like a couple days ago, but you know, it's still in the same week. Uh, eight, I think it's like 18, 19 years ago. Lane Staley of Alice in Chains invited a guy who was uh, clearly like of Nazi descent. Mm-hmm. On stage, right? What? He invited him on stage just to punch him in the face and throw him <laughs> off stage. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Lane Staley was a nutcase. Uh, R.I.P. Lane Staley. Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, his Staley. actually his, uh, his death anniversary is coming up in a couple weeks. I is it too? So that's one of my favorite rock and roll bands of all time. Man, I was in James Hard. Um, yeah, and then I had one more down. Oh yeah, this was a pretty notable one because the Dixie Chicks were in country music, which is mostly Republican. And on this day in two thousand three. During a concert in London, uh, the lead singer of the Dixie Chicks said that she was the same, that the president of the United States of America was from Texas, her hometown, and kind of went on like a rant about how much she hates the president. And that was big at the time because, man, that really fucking pissed off the country community. They were (laughs) running over their CDs with bulldozers and shit, man. They got like blacklisted out of country for that. So it was kind of brave of her to stand up um, against something that was so taboo in country music at the time. So. That's all I had for uh, this crazy. day in music. Um, do you guys want to plug your social medias and shit before we get out of here? Uh, we we down at uh, Bag Security Everything. So, you know, uh, y'all tap in to Bag Security. It's our new group. So we about to uh, flash everything into Bag Security. Awesome. That's what's up, man. Oh, shit. We, gotta, we should end it with one of his tracks, by the way. Might oh, as well. And then you can follow uh, my... My partner over there to the far left at Neil Richter 518. And you can follow the Beats and Brews page at Beats and underscore. Oh, shit. Sorry. Uh, at Beats <laughs> underscore and underscore Bruce. <laughs> and you can follow E-Man at I Hate E-Man Bates on all of his socials. And then make sure to please go to uh, Beats and Brews dot net. Yeah, I keep saying dot com. <laughs> dot net. Uh, you can follow any updates for the podcast. Uh, we do Art, you know, we can do, do trying to do like a weekly thing where I do interviews with artists and like trying to write like album reviews or song reviews and stuff like that. Uh, also, you have all our past episodes and everything, and then you have a link to my music as well. So, yeah, uh, and make sure to follow our Patreon as well. Uh, you know, yeah. as you know, the studio is not cheap as much as we want it to be, and we like to provide this podcast to you guys for. You know, for weekly, keep that going. And we're trying to get everything, like, content-wise. We're trying to get different merchandise for you guys. So make sure to go to Beats and Brews. And I want to quit my job. Slash... <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash Beats and Brews official. You can drop a dollar. You can drop five dollars. You can drop a million dollars. Anything helps. Yes, sir. <laughs> and then, so, is this Fallback, your most recent track? Fallback is uh, my most recent track. Which it dropped February 3rd. Fitting almost. Well, not fall back, spring forward, I guess, because daylight. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, without further ado, here's fall back, and we will check you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Sometimes you just gotta fall back. King. My advice is fall back. Damn, I gotta fall back. 
Fake friends, relationships Broke ass niggas, man, fuck all that uh. My advice is fall back Damn, I gotta fall back Before I get up in all black And put something on your head like a ball cap uh. Dedicated and motivated Patiently waiting, but I'm getting impatient Big dog tell me my time was coming But sitting around waiting Ain't gonna bring me home to bacon, dog Cause I got a family to provide for The same family I would die for You mean to tell me that they gonna take mine Well, go ahead and die over something that is not yours uh, I'm tired of dealing with others' problems And when you need them, they turn it back and won't lend a dollar They disappear like a baby daddy, my only father Well, that's okay, cause you better off living with your mama uh, I'm not dealing with broke codes Pussy means nothing when you got no dough They asking me why you heartless and so cold I told them I'd rather have a woman that hold her own uh, So my advice is fall back Damn, I gotta fall back Fake friends, relationships Broke ass niggas, man, fuck all that uh, My advice is fall back Damn, you gotta fall back Before I get up in all black And put something on your head like a ball cap No conversation, no conversation I make a wetter than condensation, no confirmation She wanna make a new population, that's my temptation But if it ain't about bacon, then I salam alaikum They don't know what it's like to be living in the dark Still trying to find a light, I'm alright, have a drink John Drama, what it do? The whole mob stay with it, my bro wine with it too Uh-uh-uh, he the one that was with me when I was riding around with that thing on me That was way back in like high school, ain't nothing changed but the change on me Back then they didn't want me, now I'm hot, they all on me Fuck that, I've been on, I stay fresh like them pills on me Dibble-dabble in a dope game, then I turn my path to the dance life Ten bands, ten minutes, oh damn, what a damn life How the fuck you gon' do? Judge me when you go to court and they judge you If you ever had to go, go back You probably wanna be with us too So, my advice is fall back Damn, I gotta fall back Fake friends, relationships Broke ass niggas, man, fuck all that uh, My advice is fall back Damn, I gotta fall back Before I get up in all black And put something on your head like a bug, yeah.